0: Welcome to Power and Perspective with Aaron and April. I'm April. He is Aaron.
1: He, did you get me? He's that way. No.
0: Are you that way? No. Oh. Yeah. He's Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: there. There you go. Yeah. Use the other hand. Put a yes. put a bracelet on or something so it's.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> or like a different color glove. I did that when I used to ice skate, and they used to. You have to do a left turn, and I'd be like, "Oh, the green glove." How come I can remember the Green Glove, but I can't remember left? Anyway, I digress.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's some under the veil stuff for sure.
0: <laughs> I digress. Oh, that should be the name of this podcast. I digress.
1: Uh, <laughs> we've come too far. That should, we've come too far. That's
0: my life motto, actually. Yeah. I digress. A rambler. I digress, slash, a.k.a.
1: Squirrel. The ADHD life. <laughs> yes. So happy New Year, everybody! Um, we figured we it would be appropriate. Not? No, uh, yeah, it's the Hello, it's the fourth. Yeah. It's only the fourth now, and we're here in two thousand and twenty-one, where things are largely the same as yeah,
0: two thousand and twenty. Because nobody cares about clocks. Such... <laughs> well, yeah, we expected big things like that—that click—and everything was going to be different. I
1: don't. I don't think that's abnormal. I don't think that's new. To
0: that's true. Cru- this true time. that. You're right.
1: That's the whole nature of what is it? Now no?
0: they're just waiting for the new president, and then they think everything's going to be different, right?
1: Yeah, I mean that's every four years.
0: True. It you don't feel like it's amplified?
1: Uh, I I guess so. There's controversy, but
0: there's always controversy. Yeah. I guess not always.
1: I don't know. So, uh, in the spirit of it being New Year's. What are uh, your resolutions for
0: 2021? Uh, I feel like you should have prepped me for this. <laughs> what are my resolutions? I am having a vision board party. Party! Feel free to come, everybody. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll put a link in the Facebook page. Come register for the vision board party. So I have thought a little bit about this. What are my resolutions? Hmm. My resolution is to be more visible on my with my business stuff. That's my resolution. That's good. My, my word of the year, which is a more important question and a one I have an answer to, is <laughs> shine. Shine. S-H-I-N-E. I'm, shine. I'm glad
1: things have gotten a little less practical from your side going from the resolution to the word of the year. <laughs> yes. I was a little bit concerned because to pair with your over practicality or add a characteristic practicality of being more or being more visible in your business I'd say if I had to have one mine would be being more kind to myself so I'll jump to the other side of the practicality spectrum so we're trading roles here for our uh, our Um, year's resolutions
0: yeah but also are you in my group my Facebook group because we talk a lot about things like that
1: uh, no, I don't think I am. Wait, which one?
0: It's called Impacting. Yes. No, Empowering You Impacting Kids. Yeah. Do you watch me? Uh, I had a very good video today about beliefs and thoughts and results in your life.
1: <laughs> I'd say about one in three I watch. More is, more is to help with QC, if anything else. No offense. Um, yeah, quality, quality control.
0: Oh, are you see, are you seeing it by sing Frozen songs? <laughs> that, we're just not like we're that's... just not letting that
1: go, right? Is that is that going to be the whole thing? It's specifically <laughs> Frozen. Be... We're leaning into. We'll have
0: a, we'll have a whole uh, a whole episode just about not being allowed to sing Frozen <laughs> songs. <laughs> Such a good movie, though. Well,
1: so here we are then. In 2021, and I think I think we've this what we're doing here is is very interesting um, as far as the topic today goes because uh, we're talking about working from home uh, both last year and then kind of going forward. And I think that I I don't, I don't actually know that we'd be doing this, would we? If it was a year of regular office jobs and normalcy, with air quotes. We might.
0: We might because i because i quit my job before this even happened
1: that's a fair point so i mean it it should be stated that that we are lucky me probably in more of a traditional sense than you <laughs> with our <laughs> with our careers that we haven't had any disruption fundamental disruption to our day to day
0: yeah and i had i stayed at my job i wouldn't have had any disruption so
1: yeah, because you were still in education, and education has been.
0: Yeah, and, and I was well. I was in education at a virtual school. so...
1: Oh yeah, that's even yeah, double <laughs> double stacked. And yeah, and I'm in double I'm e. in an industry that the world can't really survive without. So, and probably and supports in a way everybody else working from home. So I can't. Uh,
0: and it's something you can do from home, though. Like not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and even if even without. if not, I mean, most of the I think everybody. Even the people who are are have to be on site are still working full hours and doing and oh, okay. doing. Oh, there fine. are
0: some people that have
1: to be on oh, site. Oh yeah, uh, you know, hardware's got to get maintained and
0: uh, well,
1: things yeah, have to be brought sense. up and yeah, all kinds of maintenance and stuff has to be done. But yeah, so we've been we've been lucky. Do what do you see? Uh, yeah. Do you think? I know. I don't know what the numbers are. But I imagine there have been a lot of people like say in retail and I know for sure in the hospitality industry who are not doing well Um, as far as employment goes. I don't know for money. I don't know. Mm,
0: And even for money because unemployment is like and I see a lot of people on Facebook, they haven't gotten some unemployment and it's delayed. And then there was that extra money. And then there wasn't that extra money. And I've seen a lot of people have to like just pick, basically, pick a new path. Yeah. Like, like uh, one person said that they worked in hotels. Now she's like doing, um, what is that? Like eyebrow threading. Oh, okay. Just gotta do. Gotta make it work.
1: Yeah. yeah it's a that's. I mean, and it's it's the importance, and and you see a lot of. uh and I'll say for my for my side, more fluffy things about you know if if you're not working on yourself all this time at home, then you're not really taking advantage of everything that's going on, like the actual upsides of the lockdowns and everything., um, but it's true. I mean, and it's it's not something that should be isolated to last year. Everybody should always be working on always have hobbies, develop skills. And this is, I mean, one of the good reasons why is that if you end up in a bad position, you have something to work toward. Yeah. Even if it's not like, even yeah. if it's not profitable or anything as you see it, if it's just a hobby, it's still a skill that you have now.
0: Adapt and overcome.
1: Yeah.
0: I think that's the Marines, but I'm stealing it.
1: <laughs> and, and you were a Marine?
0: No, I was in the oh, Army. Okay
1: i don't think anybody knew that yet
0: oh no well (laughs) i was in the army reserves let's be very clear i was in the army reserves but yeah adaptation is 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 what it's all about really what i think that's what i feel like with the kids too like i never thought that like school is closed there was a window pop up um School's never just about learning the facts and the history and, like, adding and subtraction. I always tell my personal kids, like, that's that's not what it's all about. Like, that's important, yeah, whatever. But also, it's everything else. And this is the everything else. The adapting to different situations, to learning new skills quickly, like the tech, to, like, applying information from one Area and applying it to another like take all your classroom rules and apply them to the you know to the computer like These are amazing skills that our kids are learning that they never would have before Motivation self-motivation for my daughter to like get out of bed Sometimes that doesn't happen. I cannot lie. Sometimes school is done in the bed
1: (laughs) Well, I mean even even before this I, I think everybody can relate to that on you know some level Cause there are some days where you just don't do it or don't have the energy or, you know, people take mental care. health days. Yeah. I mean, that's
0: true that true that. Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I have been from the beginning, been a fan. I mean, not obviously of the reason we're in quarantine and working from <laughs> home, but, but of, of the result, I uh, huge fan. Huge fan. So
1: a lot of the a lot of the reading I did um, staying on topic here, a lot of the reading that I did pre-show uh, for the last like two or three days has been about business and the future of the economy and such. But what I haven't looked into at all is like what's going on with education as far as the numbers, like how how are kids doing with this new paradigm
0: As you can imagine, it depends, just like it depends on how a kid does if they're in physical school. There are so many different variables and elements. I can tell you that if we were to take national tests, I would bet that scores have those scores have gone down. Um, I, I don't have actual numbers or statistics. Obviously, nobody does. Everybody would just be guessing because we haven't taken those tests. But I, be, I would bet scores would be go down, but I don't believe that's just because it's online learning. Just, I mean, I guess it's the same thing with in face learning. I feel like teachers aren't prepared for this online platform. They weren't trained well enough in the online platform. And I feel like they're teaching from an expectation of the end is coming instead of wow. embracing it. And okay, now I need to get better. I need to get better. Well, why would I need to get better get better if like next month we're going to go back to the classroom, yeah. you know
1: And we're back. Well, that was a fun little technical hiccup <laughs>
0: Are we back? I'm, I'm checking on Facebook It says this yeah, live video has ended. Did we start yeah, a whole we new started
1: one? A, started a new one, a part two. Oh. For part two of...
0: Okay, that... can I say how apropos this was, though?
1: Yeah, I mean, it couldn't have been like, better time. Like, this timed is the negatives. The
0: ne- <laughs> Here you have the negatives of working from home.
1: Yep, have to rely on internet and, service providers.
0: And schooling from home. There's a lot of this issue with schooling from home, especially equitable access.
1: Oh, I bet, yeah. Um, yeah. So okay going back to where we were uh do you think no where... that the challenges that are being faced are uh, like i was saying going back to our our previous episode on defunding public schools um that the the struggles through this are are shining a light on the issues with what we consider traditional education and or do you think it's all kind of being overlooked as you know, pandemic I would isolated love... stuff
0: yeah, I would love to say that people will learn lessons. I mean, the hopeful part of me. No, I don't have a hopeful part of me with regards to that. <laughs> I don't I, I think it's just looked at like we want to get we want to get past this. We want to just get back to normal. Yeah. Right. That's what everybody keeps saying. Same thing with education. We just want to get back to normal when normal was not that great. Especially well, in Nevada.
1: I, I don't think I don't think a lot of industries are like as far as work goes. Um, based on the the what I've been reading, that most people are happy at least having some part of their lives work from home. So as work its work goes, I don't think anybody in traditional industries necessarily want to get back to normal. Um, despite the the there being a disparity in potential uh, a wage disparity based on people that can work from home and people that can't. Um, but so, so you don't think that. The potential future if this if the future looks anything like it does right now um, that there will be a focus more on uh, individual interaction with students or uh, uh, more custom programs or anything like that
0: so I can speak because I came from a virtual school and this is what we did what everybody's doing now is what we did every day right And it comes with its own obvious set of problems that uh, student that teachers are in schools are realizing now. Um, So. Is that. While it sounds easier to individualize, you have a time. You have a time issue, first of all, and you have an attention issue. It's hard to keep. Kids' attention sitting at a computer all day long. Yeah. Right. So you can't. It's long. You might say, oh, they normally go to school from like 7 a.m. to when do they going? Like 7 a.m. to <laughs> 1 p.m. or something. Yeah. I don't know when kids go to school. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> They may they normally go to school, but you can't. They're normally in lunch. They're normally walking around the classroom. You know what I mean? You can't have them sit in front of the computer that entire time. So you have to kind of get creative. Um, I do know that what might change is virtual schools may be looked at differently because I as a virtual school, um, our scores were always way low. In fact, they shut down our elementary school. I mean, just we have kindergartners who you're trying to keep engaged. And then, you know, to be able to test high enough to keep a school open. So so it's it comes with its own set of, of problems, but I think a lot of people are seeing some value in it. Like I asked in my super moms group um, what they thought, and a lot of them were talking about the value in it. And, and it's a lot of reason why people choose virtual school to begin with. Can I be just just a little side note? Homeschooling is not the same as schooling from home. Okay, so homeschooling is where the parent or someone they might pay does the educating. They choose the curriculum. Blah blah blah. Schooling from home is where the school provides the schooling. You just have to kind of guide them and hopefully make them sit in front of the computer. So for homeschooling, um, what are the
1: what are the results look like in comparison? For what we see as traditional homeschooling with the parent or a that's a great question individual.
0: that I don't actually know the answer to, um, and I know there's like like I don't think they have to state test, and there's a lot of wiggle room in grades and performance and things like that. So I'm not sure even if there were I'm sure there's statistics, I don't know how much I would trust. The accuracy.
1: It may not be comparable enough.
0: Those statistics, yeah. Until we start seeing
1: a large scale move to homeschooling and those people entering the workforce in 20 years, and we'll no longer be talking about it.
0: (laughs) So that's going to depend, right? The quality of the education. The quality of your education in, in a school district depends on the district, depends on the school, depends on the classroom, depends on the teacher. So when you talk about homeschooling, the quality of your education is going to depend on the program that's chosen, the home you're in, the, you know your, your parents, their efforts, and their uh, value of the education you're getting, right? So there's so many variables in homeschooling. I don't see how you could possibly put data to it that's going to mean anything
1: yeah okay until you see the. but i think a lot
0: more people are going to see the value in schooling from home like a virtual school option so i think the school like the school i came from might get a lot more resources and support than it did previously because everybody's realizing oh look my kid one of the parents said my kid's a social butterfly and is always trying to chat but now without those distractions she's thriving yeah right And the obvious ones of bullying and peer pressure um, not being an issue. Well, and and just like Uh, with
1: businesses right now, the cost of doing business in school will drop because some of these buildings will not get built. Um, Some of them may be sold off uh, and there may be some very valuable land that gets sold off as part of it um, and not without getting into the potential issues with that with unions and everything else. Um, there could be yeah. more resources to bring in more teachers to support this kind of program and and give more personal time to students. Um,
0: and that's a good point the the taking away the brick and mortar resources to provide to provide that additional support to make virtual learning more effective. Yeah,
1: I mean, I can only imagine how much my company's saving in coffee alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Legit. no, no joke. <laughs>
0: Legit. Bagels? Come on.
1: <laughs> and this is, so, uh, the follow-up question to that, and this is a completely unfair question to ask of you, because not only are you not a traditional teacher, but you can't represent an yeah. entire group of people, but...
0: I used to be a traditional teacher. Oh, no. Oh, you mean, like, like, as in my personality? No,
1: like, right now. Like, you're not, you're oh, not in you, that.
0: You went like this.
1: No, <laughs> and I was like, "Am I a cocaine teacher? <laughs> I don't know who you teach um <coughs> pardon me, so
0: I did have long pinky nails for a little bit <laughs> i don't
1: I don't know what that means um so uh, according to a Flex jobs survey, Flex jobs is an online recruiter slash job website um that they're finding that people uh it says 27% are willing to take a 10 to 20% pay cut to work remotely
0: interesting um,
1: do you think that that teachers um or that the the teacher mentality um whatever it is that makes a teacher would be amenable to something like that and do you think that it would be effective to bring on more teachers overall
0: i I think, as always, it depends. I think that um, some teachers love, just love, love being in the classroom and being with their students. Um, and they'd never be okay with working from home. They just never would be. Um, but I know tons of teachers that are loving it. And I also know a lot of teachers who are actually working more hours also, it could be because it's new. They have to transfer everything that they did in the classroom and try to get kids engaged virtually, and so that could be a component. Once they get used to it, it may not be as many hours. Um, so there is that, but I, I don't, uh, I don't know if it's if teachers don't make anything anyway. Give them a pay cut. I would say, heck, no.
1: Okay. And need-
0: you. But I could see. I mean, look what you're saving, right? You're saving commute time. Yep. You're saving on clothing, but you just need a shirt. In fact, <laughs> I sometimes I teach ESL in the mornings and at night. Sometimes I literally have one shirt that I wear. I just put it on when I teach and then I take it off the same shirt. Those kids probably think I only own one shirt, <laughs> but you save on clothing. Um, what else do you save on? Commute, yeah, definitely clothing. definitely
1: vehicle maintenance
0: yeah vehicle maintenance we were somebody else that had a good thing about eating out about food yeah um a lot of i don't teachers not necessarily because we don't get to eat out but like businesses like if you go work on a job you probably go out to eat a lot and that's money saving you might eat healthier
1: yeah almost certainly
0: yeah i just eat all day actually when i work from home <laughs> we just have
1: like a constant snack bowl. You need some fasting in twenty twenty one. Um, so my next question, and I think this is my last question, because but I didn't know about this question prior. Um, <laughs> do you think there's any value with the idea of, uh, and, and as we talk about disrupting uh, traditional education as as we know it? Uh, so school districts are very centralized um, in the areas, right? Um, And so teachers teach in the areas that they live fundamentally. if I mean, maybe they have to have a commute and such, but they're not generally going across state lines and things like that. Do you think there's value as far as expectations um from students and and i guess the industry as a whole to decentralize that sort of thing where you never know if your teacher may be from new jersey or washington
0: oh my gosh this is such a great question and such a great thought can you imagine the hoopla that people would throw? They already are so <laughs> upset about Common Core because it's, they don't want any national education standard. Can you imagine like a national, like I, there's so much value in it. I, I know why people would be upset state rights and blah, blah, shmacky, shmack. but like, yes, imagine not only that, imagine the expectations of teachers. I always felt one of the huge one of the biggest downfalls of our Nevada education system is teacher education. The teacher education in our state is just it's just sorry for all of you out there in higher teacher education, but it's just not great. And the expectations of of your level as you go through you know becoming a teacher I'm trying to say this nicely people I don't know how else to say it but I went from science majors right to education major and I was like this is like barely even school like what are we doing here Like, it wasn't hard it's so easy anybody can become a teacher so imagine though if it was nationwide that you were basically competing against for jobs that would raise expectations
1: right yeah and personally i mean i'm all for i'm all for increasing competition um won't get into that too much uh (laughs) because i know we'll get to it at some point in one of these episodes uh but if so this but you didn't do education locally right you all of your all of your higher education was all remote wasn't it
0: Oh my, yeah. So I, I mean, I grew. Up, my bachelor's was at UNLV, so my bachelor's was local. My master's, both my masters were uh, virtual. So when you
1: switched to education, the problems that you saw weren't localized. No,
0: so that was in my batch. That oh. was in my
1: Oh, okay. That you yeah, saw yeah, those yeah. specific problems. Yeah, yeah. So there's a multi, there's a yeah. multi-tier problem here that that even like parents probably don't even consider or aren't aware of. Oh God.
0: Yeah, you don't even think of that. Like, and our education system, uh, transiency is a huge issue, right? Um, in Nevada, transiency of students and transiency of teachers. Yeah. It's one of the reasons Boston, um, why Massachusetts has such is so high in education, is because no everybody stays in the same house. Till they die and then they take it over from their parents and every teacher stays in the same position till they die so they get good at it right and they get if they build relationships one of the downfalls of nevada but imagine things were virtual yeah right like you could have that same teacher like could even follow you for a couple grades or that system and imagine the diversity oh this is very exciting well
1: i mean and that's and and when we talk about and i i personally don't think there's any uh 10th amendment issues here with states rights and all that um and anybody who brings that up has probably got an agenda uh one man's opinion um <laughs> but i mean i don't know any. need little... if everybody talks about like i mean school choices over time what really what we're talking about being the solution potentially to any education problems and so just having a is it and you may not have an answer to this question um is it possible to start a school like that a school that crosses so, borders and
0: the only border crossing schools I know are um they're either private they're private they're it's it's not when you talk about schools that cross border and you make them public you you funding is the issue That's where does fair. the funding come yeah. from if I'm educating people across state lines um, so, like the school I worked at, you had to live in Nevada. Now, you didn't have to live in Clark County or Las Vegas, but you had to live in Nevada because you get federal funds. State, the state gets the yeah. federal funds, then then gives them to the school. yeah. And as
1: we and as we discussed previously, there's no no real such thing as direct federal funding. So it no, would be yeah. it would it would require a huge paradigm shift, the likes of which we yeah. may not see in our lifetime. No.
0: <laughs> But wouldn't it, imagine, I want everybody watching this to imagine how awesome that would be. Where you get, like even with higher education, where uh, Harvard started putting out, uh, not Harvard, or there was some like website or education app or something like that, that started recording like Harvard classes and you could take them for free. So basically getting what's supposed to be the best of education. Why wouldn't we want that? Why wouldn't we want everybody to have access to the best? education that's what that's what our country should want i can't even comprehend why we make it so inaccessible
1: well if i mean and actually
0: hmm. money i can comprehend it's money yeah there's yeah
1: (laughs) and and we haven't gotten even into public unions i don't think yet we're gonna have to do an episode that's gonna be a knockdown drag out i think um is i lost my question nope that was it that's okay, but uh, that's I mean that's a lot. It's it's fodder think, for a lot of future future conversations because I didn't even yeah, hadn't even I thought about think, it till we had the conversation.
0: And how come I haven't even? I mean, no, I hadn't even thought about it. I thought about it because my mind thinks of the restrictions, right? Like I know it's not a thing possible, but that that just it would be amazing. Yes, there would be. Everybody says with virtual schooling, it's the socialization, right, that they miss. But there's so many activities around a town where you can or a group that you can, you know, you can still get that social interaction. But you can meet people. Imagine if it was. uh, Don't get crazy here. Imagine if it was like a world thing, right? And you were like schooling with people from Australia. And like, how cool. I wonder if that exists. It might exist a private school like that.
1: I think it'd be worth I mean looking into and
0: I know there are schools that call themselves international blah 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 but I don't think they're really international. Well
1: maybe it's in your future to start a nonprofit to to fund
0: to start a world school. Yeah. And then then people will think I'm trying to start a world religion and make everybody the same. Well
1: and and going
0: But it's not it's about diversity. Yeah,
1: and going back to your point, I think that we'd see uh, extracurricular type activities like small businesses and everything start to thrive and create a an, an whole it create that. a vacuum that had to be filled um for True kids that. activities and you know everything would be more instead of having it where it was everybody at school um you'd have groups of people that you had more in common with that you're spending more yeah, of your time with you like with. i spent a lot yeah. of time like uh, most of my school was spent in band with band kids. But if, I, if yeah. my school was isolated from that, I actually might've spent more time doing that and focused more on that skill. And who knows, maybe I would've been a professional musician. It's not terribly likely, but
0: <laughs>
1: it would encourage people well, to find more, or kids to find, and you, you know all about this, to find what it is that's worth their time and having that greater yeah. selection and more flexibility to float around and yeah. kind of figure out it, what it is that they're passionate about.
0: And also after kids learn the basic skills, like, so if a kid brings home like a C in math and an A in English, what do we do? We're like, oh, you need to spend way more time in math. Let's do so much math. Let's practice all the math. And na-na-na-na-na. what if instead we're like, dude, you're bomb at English. Let's see how bomb you can get. And let's do more English and like hone that skill till you're like super English. But <laughs> that was a bad example. But b- you get the point.
1: But also get a little bit better at math.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we can. I, I see you, Matt. You're still passing. <laughs> okay, like, get enough. over it. No one's gonna look at your grades, <laughs> yeah, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I think you're that's. Not, I mean, I think I definitely think it. It's an idea that is worth exploring. I don't know how, or where, or when, or what, but yeah. Uh, maybe maybe we'll so, sit uh, on it a little bit and let it stew and try to revolutionize the world. It would
0: definitely have to be it would definitely have to be a private school right at this point in time. Yeah. You couldn't. So I, a lot of things that were brought up about with the positives. Right. Because there's we know the negatives lack of socialization, blah, blah, blah. The positives of schooling from home. That some things I didn't even think about. Some things are obvious, but like so students with physical disabilities. Yeah. Right. So students who even sometimes go to special schools because of their physical disabilities when they don't even need to be or you know what I mean? Where they can they're mentally functioning just fine can all of a sudden be part of it it could be way more inclusive, way more inclusive. Right. Another thing somebody mentioned was abuse issues like and this I think goes for the workplace, too. So less like sexual harassment. And and things like that, which I had not thought about. Well,
1: and and I think it's important to bring up the flip side as well, whereas uh, traditional schooling, the brick and mortar, um, it could be an escape from that as well if it's happening at home.
0: Yes. And I forgot about, too, that is a fantastic point. And some kids, the only place they eat is at school. Yeah.
1: right, And that's institutionalized, so, so they don't have to. They don't have to rely on an adult to make that choice, which they might have to do in this utopia Mm -hmm. we're discussing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. That's a good point. It is, and and um, and some kids have super disruptive homes. Not only is school safer, but they're trying to learn, maybe, and even babysit because their parents are a worker right and have to go so they're like learning they're in third grade they're also like schooling their kindergarten siblings or they have eight people that live in the house and a crazy dog that's my crazy dog yeah (laughs) and they're trying to learn so there are as with everything there's like advantages and disadvantages and as and people work better in different ways but i think a lot of people are starting to see a lot of parents and students are starting to see that it's a better option for them like they've discovered that that's what they've got gotten to got, gotten yeah. to discover through this process
1: yeah and I mean it, it seems seems like a fair thing to say that um, even after things start to uh, we'll say regress uh, for lack of a better, Trying to avoid the word "normal," um, that that there should be more of an option for those students who are thriving right now um, yeah. to have that opportunity. Um, yeah.
0: And there is, and there used to be. So, like in the Clark County School District, there was an online school. There, there still might be, but I think they go to school like twice a week. Or something at the school I taught at, they went. To, if they lived in Las Vegas, they came for a half day once a week if they were low to get extra services. But
1: well, and and something else, and transitioning this back half over to um, the 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 economy and the world of business here. Um, Andrew Yang, who you might remember, uh, ran for the Democratic presidential nominee nomination oh, this last. That's
0: my daughter's. My daughter's, like, love affair. Oh,
1: she's a yang-ganger. Good to know.
0: She is. She wants to... I told her she needs to be on his... She said he wasn't ready this time, so it's good that he didn't make it any further. He's not ready, but next time.
1: Well, and he may not... He may not get there just because his ideas are are not traditional enough, I don't think. Um, But he was very aggressive. His
0: traditional is working so (laughs) well, people.
1: No comment. Um... (laughs) in floating he had a lot of uh somewhat radical ideas that aren't necessarily radical in like intellectual circles but uh the idea of a shortened work week um and pointing out that and uh there was uh i don't remember which article i read it in here but uh i know microsoft experimented with a four-day work week um at a subsidiary in japan um the subsidiary closed every Friday in August and saw its productivity jump by 40% compared to the previous year. And I think the idea was that when you don't have the, so when you go to work for eight hours, you, you are at work for those eight hours and you have to do a specific amount of work within those eight hours generally. And obviously this is flexible because everybody has different jobs and, um, but when you condense it to, say, six hours, you find everybody gets the same amount of work done in the six hours that they would have done in the eight, um, leaving for better work-life balance. Uh, yeah. And you and maybe, just maybe, if we transition that to education, that you might see the same thing, where you're not forcing these kids to be at school for X amount of time. I know for myself, I could have probably done... With a program like that, where it was less time,
0: oh yeah um,
1: and and doing more and nothing. more focused, yeah, uh, freeing up freeing less up luck. freeing up teachers' time subsequently to provide yeah. more individual services Plan. for kids and
0: there are schools that do that in prompt actually, they were doing four days a week
1: interesting what did they do yeah. have, uh, did they
0: I don't have any, any numbers, results
1: so. at all fair enough.
0: No, no. I do know that this might be changing the subject. Tell me if it is. But so when I worked for the virtual school, I worked on campus, but I worked from home one day a week. That one day a week, I worked from home. I got so much more done because all I did was work. Yeah. Like, and I worked from right when I woke up. Like, I didn't wait till nine o'clock to start working. I just woke up like brushed my teeth ate some breakfast and started working and worked until like when I felt like stopping which was usually way later than I would normally get off so I did work longer but I got like probably a week's worth of work done in one day because at the office I work a little bit then I chat a little bit then I take a little round around the building (laughs) might have a little snacky snack
1: Well, and that, I mean, the part of that Flex Jobs survey that I was reading, um, 95% of their respondents said that their productivity has been higher or the same working from home. Um, and 51% report being more productive when working remotely. And the top reasons that they gave were fewer interruptions, more focused time, quieter work environment, more comfortable workspace, and for me, not being involved in office politics.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and also, um, oh my gosh, again, this is going to depend because some people are now working from home while their kid is schooling from home. Like, and some teachers, think of the teachers who have their own kids, right? So they're teaching from home. Their kids are schooling from home while they're teaching. Like what a mess. So I guess it would all, it it would, it would create again. It would all depend. was a terrible. I think answer. we
1: can agree that this, at a very fundamental level, isn't going away, right? That I hope that so. The something has happened that's irreversible because everybody has seen the viability. You think so? Yeah, I think the stigma. I think there was a stigma about working from home, and that people are generally less productive and would have more distractions. And I think all of that's been kind of destroyed
0: so there were people who at the work that I worked at didn't ever want anybody to work from home because they thought you know they're gonna do nothing whatever and my boss who is a genius shout out um he always said do do they accomplish their work is their work done like that's how you tell like not if you call them at 243 and the answer within 3.7 seconds that's not how you tell if they're working productively. Like is their work done? And if you think they get their work done too fast, then you give them more work.
1: Yeah. And don't judge them by your preconceived notions of what's going to happen and actually analyze yes. what is happening.
0: And don't care. Like, like look at what matters, not your like perception of what, what's happening in their home. like, If you see them at 12 o'clock and, like, somehow see that they're doing laundry, like, okay, yeah, but did they get their work done that day? So, why do you care if they did laundry, too? (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Especially if they did more work and were more productive.
0: Yes. Yeah. Then
1: you should be clapping.
0: (laughs) Imagine what – do you think that, like, so – the laundry thing's legit, right? So, you can work, and instead of, like, running to the water cooler – whatever, you change a load of laundry, which means you don't have to do that at night, which conceivably theoretically means you have more family time.
1: Yeah. And you could have more family time in stress. general because your family will still even be around you while you're working, Um and that, that alone yes. could be enough to, to relieve some stress.
0: Yeah, I love it. Dude, freaking, I love it. I love not having to take the kids to school and pick them up. I can't even tell you how great it is. Although, I'm Again, like you said, I'm super lucky.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And there's no there's no avoiding that. Um, And actually, and the next thing I have here on my list, which goes right into that, is the idea that this paradigm shift may create even greater uh, issues with wage disparity.
0: Disparity. Because the
1: people like people who generally work uh, hourly type jobs and um, granted we kind of work hourly type jobs, both of us uh is that they're more reliant on you know being in retail or uh hospitality, things like that, people who can't work from home, and they're possibly being less value or less incentive to get into those industries, yeah,
0: yeah, but I don't always be people who will be in those industries because of education disparity or even desire.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's fair. But as if we create, um, and I'm trying to avoid political stuff, uh, because it's not, it's not particularly relevant. No, No, it's, 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 yeah, it's not relevant. I mean, everybody should be able to see that there, there is a growing and every, I mean, it's, understood that the middle class is disappearing as they say but I I, I, I don't think that's a great way to, to communicate it but if this increases that gap then are we, are we serving people or not um, but at the same time um, to look at cities like San Francisco right um, and me working in tech Uh, I see jobs in San Francisco all the time um, that I still couldn't afford to live in San Francisco on. But they're seeing people fleeing now. And I know Nevada is trying to bring in people from California um, just pointing at that, pointing at, hey, come work from Nevada. We don't have any state income tax. Not that that particularly matters. uh, But we generally have a low tax rate and you can work from home, keep your same job and be within even flying distance of San Francisco. If you have to go in there. Uh, so, so yeah. what you're seeing is, I mean, you're seeing rents drop oh. in these metropolitan yeah, areas. And states would
0: have to compete against each other yeah. more.
1: Which there's, which yeah. there's still a lot of presently, but I mean, it would be the same yeah, for the, even the the decentralized education idea. You would as well. Yeah. I mean, you'd see kind of the same thing. And, and to the mental health point, people would have a better opportunity to live where they wanted to live.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think it would provide. So we, we talked about like the um, it's not called lower class, is it? Is that what it's called? What? The lower class, lower, middle, high, upper, upper, middle. Yeah, I mean, that's class. yeah, that's fine. That's the word, and I don't like that. Anyway, (laughs) so we talk about the lower class usually is is because of lack of income and lack of education. If we open up these education opportunities, therefore possibly opening up income opportunities, right? That's a fair point. Then perhaps the lower class. I believe the lower class, lower caste, because of opportunity, and. Only lack of desire because of lack of um, easy opportunity and knowledge of, of what to do. And you know what I mean?
1: inspiration and finding their passion and all of that sort well, yeah, of thing and, as well.
0: Yeah, which I think, and because of uh, habitualness or past onness, whatever that is. Gosh, April, this is what happens. <laughs> if we did these in the morning, people, I would be on point. Yeah, so I th- opening up. These resources, it's really resources, right? It's people as people resources. People as
1: resources. Your your true colors are starting to show. Um, (laughs) No, I I mean, I I, I agree that everything that people would be able to find more of what it is that they were looking for um, and have better opportunities to do that. Um, I kind of lost track of where we were going.
0: Because uh, working in Sac San Francisco and you just have more opportunities. Oh, they oh, tax
1: Yeah, so and and one of the things and uh I'll have a controversial moment here. Um so when the argument I get in when, when anybody talks to me about uh raising the minimum wage, um usually the thing I rely on is that that rents um and the cost of not not necessarily the cost of living but cost of housing doesn't fluctuate with our economy it goes up and that's the only direction it's gone for years Um, in that when we see something like this it it's disrupting all of that as well and bringing down those costs um, and may ultimately make it easier because even if we're talking about a four-day work week for hourly employees that's lost wages oh yeah um, so there has to be at l- at the very least a balance to that.
0: Yeah, true. That. And we might see it. My rent did not go down, BTW.
1: Yeah, Vegas is special.
0: I was glad it didn't go up.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's somewhat of an advantage there. And I think it'll take some time. But I, I, I definitely think that if we start seeing this um, mass exodus from metropolitan, larger metropolitan areas... Um, I I think Vegas will be the victim more than the beneficiary because I think people will be here instead of California with the proximity um, and the uh, projected rurality to a lot of the city. Um, Like it's all mostly suburbs and then places you can't live. Like there's no, there's not a lot of um, in between, but uh, it'll definitely, I think start to address that issue or at least make, uh, good use cases for for yeah. pressing for analysis of why um, people can't afford to live that isn't necessarily focusing on wages which personally I think is the incorrect way to look at the problem Perspective, yeah. definitely not that the problem doesn't exist but just that we have to address it from a fixable perspective
0: yeah like if you expect people to actually live in a house like, what is that balance? Yeah. I never thought of that before. That we can't constantly raise
1: wages <laughs> to meet an indus- another industry whose expectations are unreasonable.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I hope things change, like you say. I hope there is. I think there has been anyway, like more virtual jobs, uh, in general. But I hope this changes that and makes it makes it a lot more. Um, to give more opportunity I'm all for opportunity something we didn't talk about which I could squeeze in really quick is the environmental effects of people not yeah, driving so much
1: that is true that's and even on top of the car maintenance and stuff like there's just nothing but it seems other than maybe mental health stuff but when we're not dealing with lockdowns that may not be yeah, as, when we can go as much out. of an issue yeah. only time will tell on that but uh, yeah but that there yeah there seem to be nothing but benefits and disrupting the the stigma of of homework
0: as having yeah having it as an option yeah Yeah. agreed
1: so I think I think we I think we agree it's universally great and there's no reason it shouldn't be the new normal as much as I we
0: always agree if you ever don't agree with us tell us
1: yeah I mean I understand if you don't not agree because here we are I mean look at us um,
0: <laughs> I don't understand what that means. That we're we're are correct.
1: We are correct.
0: Oh, oh, we are
1: correct. <laughs> just trying to <laughs> squeeze in some hyper arrogance for the sake of itself. We're
0: right. That's my job.
1: Oh, pompous windbag is oh, my yes. job. Oh yes. Well, we'll we'll switch. We've been switching roles you, a lot in this. You are a dream crusher. Episode, oh, you're right. So. We have this.
0: <laughs> roll reversal.
1: Uh, so, uh, do you know what it is that we're talking about next week?
0: Oh, not particularly. I had so many options in my head. Um, is there anything in the news?
1: No. Well, we'll we'll talk about that later. I didn't know if there was uh, a general plan. I didn't know.
0: Yeah, I don't that's know. all right. Um, I don't want to. Prom- I don't want to prompt that yet. <laughs> I got. I got things coming, people. I got things coming. <laughs> But I don't want to promise it yet.
1: Yeah, we're going to start to try to get into some more series-style stuff here and there um, to cover multiple topics under, I guess, the same umbrella. Um, but... Get
0: your crystals out, ladies. Get your
1: crystals out. <laughs> so, yeah, please uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, do all the things. The YouTube algorithm loves it, um, and we we appreciate it very much. Well, we, love we love it. We love it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and...
0: Oh, we should do something every time we get a new subscriber. Like you should shave part of your beard or something.
1: Oh, that would get very interesting very quickly, from my experience.
0: Well, you'd run out of beard first of all. Huh? <laughs> if we did it in,
1: if we did it incrementally, and unless things like unless millimeter. things got out of hand, which. Hey, if it wants to get out of hand, if you're watching this and want to help us get it out of hand, feel free. uh, If you want to see me look like a newborn baby, a fat old newborn baby, uh, that's I. All right, that's that.
0: Or if you have a better idea, maybe we'll get a tattoo for every subscriber.
1: That got flipped on itself. Um, And then we'll have to get jobs for the circus and stop doing the podcast. Uh I know. No, <laughs> But thanks for listening. We'll keep everything updated on Facebook as to uh what it is that we're gonna be doing and, and reaching out to people um for for topics that we don't think of. Um so if there's something you yeah, want to hear us talk about, uh us. yeah, please let us know and uh we'll be happy to address it here in this world where she's flipping something around. Uh but in the meantime, oh, pen, don't here. don't forget to take care of yourselves. Uh, I know the whole New Year thing can be tiresome, but it just always, always remember, yeah, be kind to yourself and to everyone else. And in the meantime, uh, take care.
0: Adios.